Hello family and friends, I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges, relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 729am, finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for joining me on 7 to 9 a.m. Radio K Pulpit. I'm Renette Myberg, and we have a fabulous program um, lined up with us today. And this is the program where we give you hope, guidance, wisdom, and knowledge when real life happens in the family and in the world generally. And we discuss relevant and often unspoken issues in the family in truth and in love. But with God, we can rise to restoration and rise above all and together as a family and as a nation. And uh, we have uh, Christina Desrae Keravuri in our studios this afternoon. And is she not an encouragement? She's an evangelist with a world evangelism organization. She lives in Helsinki and comes from Finland. Yes, I come from Finland. Come from Finland. And I tell you now, she has a profound, remarkable testimony. And really, we are going to discuss this to this afternoon, that it's never too late to step into your yeah, calling. Never, never. Never <laughs> too late. I'm so excited to have you on. She's Thank nearly you. 70. She went skydiving the other day so mm -hmm. that is also never too late um, so she's been saved since 2002 and then she was commissioned to the nations in 2003 wow and this was 20 years ago she's been 20 years in the field and she's been to 50 nations and 30 states with uh, within those nations and she's a mother of three two daughters and a son and two grandchildren yes. so she mm -hmm. has a Busy personal life as well, but thank you so much for Karina, for uh, Christina, for coming and just sharing us your amazing, incredible journey. Okay, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. But we're first going to listen to a track, and then we're going to follow up with this incredible woman of God that has got so much to share and encourage us with. But we will see you straight after thank this. Thank you very much. Good afternoon, and thank you for staying tuned with us this afternoon. We have got an exciting, wonderful guest in our studio this afternoon, and her name is Christina Keravuri. And I really don't want to say that name incorrect because it's so powerful that you've been called to the nations, and she's an evangelist that has been worldwide traveled. And Christina, you've got a remarkable journey and I think this is very relevant to us today, that it's never too late. Never, never. Never too late mm -hmm. to step into what God has commissioned you for. And yeah. when he saves you and he says, get onto the road, you're on the road. So give yeah. us your, uh, briefly your, your testimony. So like you said, I'm a mother of three children and... Uh, of course, and two grandchildren, so they have stopped a little bit my journeys last uh, few months, and of course this pandemic, but uh, being with the Lord, how it was in the beginning, so he reminded me when I was a child, so I had this uh, uh, desire to help everybody, anybody, and I was going into the world and saying that I will 
I will say all these lost dogs and I will return them back to home. Mm-hmm. So in my my head of this kind of like small dream in my life that uh, I will save the dogs, but God has a bigger plan. And uh, he took me into those missions and said that, no, you go into the fields and you will save my people and bring them back to me. So that was like in the beginning when what he reminded me when I was, uh, uh, when I gave my life to Jesus. But in my life, I I used to go in drugs when I was 17. Mm-hmm. And um, I was uh, on those drugs, I think, seven years. But all the time when I was using the drugs, I knew that God is, Jesus was like walking behind me all the time. And I knew I was doing wrong. And in one point, there came this uh, situation that I was at the almost like dying. I mm. didn't find the veins in my body. And uh, and I just shouted to the Lord that, Lord, Lord, if you are real, you must save me. And instantly, nobody was there, but instantly he was there and I was instantly set free, just shouting to the Lord and he set me free. And the presence of God, or it was Jesus standing there, was so powerful. And I went into the churches at that time in, in Finland, and but I didn't see that Jesus there. There yes. wasn't that kind of alive mm. Jesus. So I went into the new age then because I wanted to have experience because there was nobody giving me this kind of information. So I walked in the new age and and going different kind of teachings and preachings and and uh, being a teacher myself and all kind of healings because the healing was the most important that heal the, and help the people who are suffering. But nothing filled my heart and I prayed and we were seven women in Finland. So we like we were very strongly in the new age, but I knew we all were praying. And God, because he's so faithful, he brought one pastor all the way from New Zealand because God spoke to him that you have to go to Finland, that there are some people which you are supposed to baptize. Mm. So we, he came all the way to Finland and he came into one of these New Age meetings and uh, he had another pastor there. And when he was talking there to us, you can all of a sudden you can see that he said that, you ladies, you don't know what is going to happen in your life. Your life will be totally changed. And he prayed for me. I couldn't walk. I couldn't talk. I couldn't do. I couldn't drive my car after that prayer, what he did. Just the Holy Spirit. It was the Holy Spirit. And, and it was just so amazing. Like, I knew this is the thing. And... And afterwards, he even invited us into the place where he stayed and uh, he prayed and and the life went in that way that in 2003, we finally, with seven women in Icy Lake in Finland, we were made a hole there and he baptized us. And in that moment... So all seven ladies got saved? All seven ladies got saved. And uh, we were baptized there. I instantly knew 
this when I went under the water, I died for myself. Yeah. And and when I came up there, I was so full with Holy Spirit, and I just could just like run around the whole world, <laughs> shouting Jesus, and uh, because Jesus was the one who was like with me all the time, and. Uh, at that moment, I didn't receive the uh, giftings or speaking with tongues, but we went up into the north part of Finland called Lapland, and mm. we had a Pentecostal gathering there, and we were praying for the people. Yes. And uh, and at, that was the moment when the giftings of the Holy Spirit, uh, this speaking with the tongues came. And three days I was somewhere in the field just, speaking with the tongues with the Lord. I didn't speak. I was singing and talking with the tongues. And I was in instantly like set free. And it was so like my whole body was like burning. Like I knew that God was doing so powerfully something in me. And being so hungry for God just going everywhere. And so the time time went through in, in in that way, so we had these meetings, and he was taking us everywhere. God so was, he took you with yeah, on, yes. his, on his journeys, yeah. on his uh, yeah. trips. All these seven ladies are very powerfully serving the Lord this today, day, to this, this day, day, today, to this wow, day. Wow, Lord is good. And and uh, so even like uh, then, I was like ordered ordered into the ministry. I was in Dakpa in. Um, at the Sea of Galilee, so this pastor, I just washed his feet, and when I was ordered, so we were in the Takpa Lake, and at that moment when the the power of God hit me, and I said, Lord Jesus, even there is one, I will go, so just send me, and that was the moment God took me out from Finland, because Finland is quite, they are very highly educated, and you have to like uh, break, break the religious the, all, spirit. all these kind all of things. And mm. I did get so tired. I said, so Lord, just send me where the hungry ones are. And that was the point. And how old were you then? Uh, when I was saved, I was 49. And I okay. was 50 when I started to go. Into I was a little bit shy. Uh, I used to be shy, but... After Jesus came, there was because <laughs> it's, it's, you. <laughs> it's nothing of me mm. because it's all about Him yes. and uh, the power, the power like uh, what you are experiencing when uh, when He is there. So uh, it is like you you can just imagine it is so so changing. But still, even um, even I. Because I came from the new age, mm -hmm. I still had this faith and belief that we will be born again here into this world as flesh. Okay, so you had to really get revelation yeah, of the word. Yeah, I have to have the revelation. But God gave this in a very funny way. We were in Turkey when at the lake where the former, the first time Christians were having beautiful churches which are like uh, empty now. But we were... We were there, and um, and God just uh, said this uh, uh, Mark when Matthew twenty eight, so that I will walk you to the end of this world, 
and ever after. And he was like showing this path like a stream mm -hmm. that I'm walking there with him. Yes. And then this accident happened in Finland that it was almost 50 young children died. And... Uh, And I, my children, they called me that, Father, you must, Mother, you must pray for these children. So we prayed for them, and I was wondering what is happening. But then when I went back to Finland, I started to travel, and exactly we went to that place where this accident took place. And uh, it was the moment that God said, I was driving the car, but at that moment I was like taking into the heaven, And I could see how these children were taking up into the heaven. So you can see that they were not... Then I had my revelation. We are never ever going to be born again into this world. We will follow and go... Uh, go into in, what God's got planned for us. Yeah, what God has planned for us. So there are different kind of heavens what he was showing to me. So beautiful. So he has been like... This for me, like taking many, many, many times in into the heavenlies and seeing like different kind of realms and uh, like the this uh, crystal sea. You go there, you can see people, people who are like coming there. So like this kind of what you can read in in the Bible too. So so it's like really as as the word is. It yeah. is happening yeah as the word is you've actually seen mm. the heavens yeah and it has been so uh touching so i don't have any kind of doubt that like when he called so after this all things when he saved me and changed me still i had some bad habits i this my pastor he's very good so he was saying that you have this attitude in you And it has to be changed. Mm -hmm. So I went into my room and I was there like, it was three days. The first day I was praying, I was crucified. Next day I died. Third day when I rose again, I rose from there. I knew that this has been taken away from me. And I could see the people in totally different eyes. And it was the thing that my... <clears throat> In my family, there was this kind of like uh, uh, men treating women in the wrong way. So I had this attitude that I will treat the men in the same way as you are treating the women. Okay. So so that was the attitude which I had. And, and God just took it so beautifully away. And these three days has always been my my miracle days if I find something so I just have to go there and 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 be there and and then your attitude you know you said that attitude changed so when you say you looked at people in a different way did you uh, see how did you actually exercise that so I didn't have to exercise because it was already like changed changed okay so it was it was The God's revelation, which came into me, mm. so it 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 really changed. But we have to be like, we have to be willingly for that. That the God is not coming and push our to ourselves, but like when we pray, fight our will. Mm, you know, yeah. you need to be willing to change. Yeah, you must be. So, 
And like for for example, for me, for forty nine years I was looking, but even I knew before that I knew Jesus. We have been baptized as a child. You know the way, and you always know when you are doing wrong. I knew I was doing wrong when I was into drugs. When I went into the new age, I didn't know anything, but still I had the feeling that this is not this is not what what I'm supposed to do. This is this is not right. So I have to have to find something. And how God did it, it was so so beautiful in my in my life. Fantastic. So thank you so much for that. You know, thank you for being transparent because this is, you know, the fact that you've actually had a, an experience with another uh, spiritual form is uh, very uh, uh, encouraging to say that you can even come out of that. And um, even though miracles and wonders were happening and you were healing in that time, that is uh, from a different demonic force. And the fact that you stayed empty, you knew in your deep depths that there was something else. And uh, we just praise the Lord that you actually found Christ mm -hmm. and that uh, the Lord just really came down on you and changed your life. But we have to continue, just uh, have to take a break right now. And we will uh, just, I just want to encourage you with a bit of admin as well, that but there are ways that you can communicate with us uh, on WhatsApp, 081-729-1657. Our SMS number is 37988. Telegram 081-729-1657. is the same as our uh, uh, WhatsApp number if you want to know anything about our guests or anything about ourselves and you're welcome to contact us so we can get to know you better and then we've got a Facebook 729 Radio K Pulpit as well there's a lot of activity there we really get to know each other so please join us on there um, but we're going to listen to something right now and then we will carry on with Christina straight after this and really hear what has she been doing since the, the days that she got saved. Good afternoon, family. We're just having such a fun time this afternoon. We've really got a remarkable woman in, in the studio with us. She has traveled in over 50 countries, being an evangelist on fire for the Lord. I tell you now, she has got such an inspiring um, testimony. And uh, Christina Caravera, she's an amazing woman of God. And we are so privileged to have you in, this, uh, in the studio with Thank us you. this afternoon. Mm -hmm. And even though you took a big detour, it's never too late to mm. step into what God has mm. called you. And this mm. is why I'm mean, so mm. encouraged by your testimony. So uh, we just want to know, uh, okay, once you got saved, what made you become a missionary and why? And who is your reach uh, that you're teaching at the moment? Is it the, you know, uh, what part of the nations are you uh, going out to? So in... It was really like a, a clear vision what God gave to me about going into the nations after these um, tours which I was making in Finland. But anyway, he wanted to take me into the nations. And uh, like, uh, of course, we have to, everywhere you go, you are a missionary. So it doesn't mean that 
Just when you go to the airport and you enter, for example, in Africa, then you start to be a missionary. No, you are that all the time in your life that you are available for God. And like I said, I go wherever, even there is one. So he took me everywhere. So somewhere in in far away uh, Turkey, there is one man sitting at the airport and praying. And I can see the hand of God above him. So I go to him and we pray together and he gets saved. So so this is like, you just go, it's not like you have, we never know what happens to that man afterwards. But I trust that Jesus will take care of it because he has brought me there. That's his purpose. But like, this isn't, this isn't the goal. I started to go in Russia. I started to go in this uh, close Difficult countries. Yeah, so then I started to go Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, these countries which are like near. And then slowly, slowly uh, going into the Middle East, somewhere there, Israel, Turkey, uh, these, these areas going around, coming to Africa, going to a uh, lot of these things um, I did get in United States, so I was going there, there a lot. As well. So, uh, but uh, these uh, places where God took, took me, like uh, in, for example, in Russia, so into those prisons, so there were huge big prisons. Once when we went, there was uh, like two. So you belonged, you belonged to this organization, this missionary organization. So were you a team that used to go out? Yeah, we, we used to be a team like uh, going to Russia. Because you have to have a that kind of mission team that you can and you you are not like doing mission you are doing charity. Okay. So we went and brought these uh, supplies things to the prisoners, but then they allowed us to do like praying, preaching, worshiping, and how these people were changed. It was just like amazing and and. Uh, so God just takes you like in that place I, because the Holy Spirit shows it, it's not about like I go, but God tells me to go. It's not that I decide that something. you decide, okay, I'm not going to be a yeah. missionary. If mm. I go to, I'm, I'm going there now. Yeah, yeah, I go. So I just tell that, okay, if this is your will, I will just make me the way yes. and I go there. So I have to belong to some kind of mission with the people yes, that, that we you can. Yes, some covering. Yeah, so I have some covering. I can go there and I can meet the people with what God wants to meet. So in that place, for example, there were 80 people who gave their life to Jesus in this 2000 uh, prison uh, camp where they were staying. And uh, like God, how he was taking me into those uh, I had my interpreter, me and me, so he was taking deep into those somewhere, these corridors and houses where people were lying on their beds, they couldn't move, so we prayed for them. And like being this uh, revival into their lives, and yeah. uh, like I never know what happens to them, but I do trust that Jesus will change them because he has called me really to go. He touched their lives. Yeah, that really he has touched, touched their lives. Them lives. So it's, it's nothing like 
I go there. It's 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 like he's pulling me in that yes. or pushing me in that way, and I go. So, for example, going uh, like he said that okay, you go to Mongolia. Okay, I go to Mongolia. So and then I said okay, just put because I don't have any money. I'm not like a millionaire here. <laughs> So, yes, I was wondering, how do you get her out? <laughs> <laughs> like, afterwards, like all these nations where I have been, I, I'm thinking that, anyway, he was all the time, uh, like, supporting me. Providing like, for Providing you. everything. So, I said, okay, if you want me to go to uh, Mongolia, just bring me the pe right people, bring me the ticket, I will go. So, I didn't know anybody, but then he brought one a worship leader in Finland. So I was, I was connected with her. And I said, God has told me to come to Mongolia, so maybe I can meet you when I come there. So I went to Mongolia. I did meet her, but then I met another guy who had the same vision as me. So after that, many years, we went around the whole Mongolia with car. And so there are it's a huge big, the, the outer Mongolia, where is Ulaanbaatar, and then it's very huge big country, and there are no roads, so you are yes, just sitting this. it's wild. It's very wild, and so we have a driver. I have two girls with me. They are like my interpreters and the driver and me, so we are three women sitting in the car and going just where God shows us to go. We didn't know anything what and to preach or teach. You were provided for and protected yeah, by, by yeah. God. Yeah, so there has never been any afraid fear in me. So we went there. And uh, God says, I didn't know where we are entering, but before we are entering, he starts to repair us with the Bible verses and things, what we are supposed to do. This one girl went there because she speaks the language, so all of a sudden we are somewhere in the middle of the group of people. And um, uh, so what what do I teach? I have been teaching healing for people, how to heal the sick, according to the Bible. So that has been uh, Charles and Francis Hunter teachings, which, are, which, which mm -hmm. was, I participate their teachings in one point. And uh, they were like doing these old trainings and things. So. That was something I was sharing at that time for the people, that you have to, you have the same power as these preachers and teachers here. That's right. And so we, I made like a mess always when I came. So I put all the people to pray each others. All of a sudden, the next day you can see the people are running in these little villages and praying each others, bringing testimonies of healing. Oh, and very beautiful. It's so it's like you can see it's nothing of me. It's all of him. Yes. And uh, so going around the Mongolia, I don't know what has happened to those, all these people, but I trust the Lord that a big change has been there because we had this. Sometimes he told me, okay, take seven Bibles with you. And we always have this uh, New Testament mm. with us. So we yes. were sharing them to people. To people. And... Uh, I don't like to share these tracks because they sometimes they are very scary uh, <laughs> things <laughs> because you don't know. It's just too, cut too short. Yeah, it? it is too oh. short. So I wanted to share the like the New Testament about Jesus and his life. 
And then we come into those cities or villages and culture always pointed somebody that, okay, this is the woman, this is the man who is going to have this word. And so they were the ones we gave the Bibles. And so then you can see they were usually teachers or some, we didn't know them, but God, but showed, God showed you. Yeah. And to, who so we gave those Bibles for them. And then I knew that God will guide them, lead them. And of course, like afterwards, because this uh, one uh, one who had the same vision as I had, so that they have been taking care. And so so afterwards, with, with all these Mongolian people, I think that has been the most uh, like powerful thing God was doing among these uh, people and nation, which I still miss a lot and <laughs> how long did you spend there so i usually spent there like three months so, okay and we started to go like around there then i came next because you only can go there in summer because this is so cold yeah it in is the so winter, cold and you can so you can, wild yeah. and you can't go anywhere yeah you can't go anywhere it's mm. freezing cold and but anyway so meeting the people uh again so maybe i meet them in the heaven but uh, mm, anyway, so beautiful people, beautiful people, but it wasn't like all. So then going through all the, all this, um, like I have went through all the Russia, all Mongolia. Then I went through the whole China. Then I went forwards to like that. I call it Tibet because I think it's Tibet and mm -hmm. Nepal, India. You, you just go and because the the line the string goes there so you just follow. you just have to follow you just and as you commission you just move yeah you just move it and so this is like what I have been doing but like when I moved to India to be there for one year that is quite a while so it was like very strong and challenging for me in mm. that way so. Mm. I think I would like us to really get back to that 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 particular topic because I want to know the real challenges of the countries that you have been to. The, you know, if you mention India now, and then which was the most significant for you as well. And then I also want you in the next session just to share with us why you are in South Africa, and um, but really I, I'm absolutely in awe what the Lord has done for you and how He's just gone before you and taking you on. The this journey Thank incredible you. so uh, just stay tuned with us this afternoon and just continue to listen to this wonderful woman um christina from finland and she's just got an incredible journey to say no i am up for it and i'm willing and i'm going to go where you send me go to go god and mm -hmm. i think we need to really look at what our calling is Amen. and uh, just stay tuned we'll be right back Good afternoon, family. I'm just wanting to tell you, we are, have got such a wonderful, remarkable, interesting uh, lady from Finland. Uh, she's an evangelist and a missionary, and she has traveled the world. But it's incredible to just know that it's never too late mm. to put up your hand for the commission that the Lord has for you. And she started at 50. I mean, it is remarkable that you've been 20 years in the field and you have really 
take been to remarkable places. And where God has just sent you, He's provided for you, He's gone before you. And you, as you say, you're not a wealthy woman, but you as I've never met such a rich woman. <laughs> you have had a rich, wonderful, blessed life. And I know it's been hard. So what has been your most challenging country? You said mentioned that you went to India and you actually spent a year there. It was like challenging to be there in India. And like being one year, and uh, it's like um, it's the atmosphere of all these other religions yes. and things. Mm. So they are like drawing you. And uh, this, it was very hard year to spend uh, among the people, even at the churches. So people, because it, you can see so many. Uh, churches and places you can see that people want to lift themselves up and uh, that's not me I don't want to that's why I, I think I've been like hiding I don't want to raise myself I want to lift up Jesus and just say his name in my lips so because nothing of this would have happened without him Absolutely. I would have not gone anywhere I would not have been hungry of anything but when I go there, so you can see that, oh, this is so dry land. And all people, we as a missionaries, other missionaries, what I saw there, they said that uh, we are just walking dollars. The people were just looking among us that give us money. And uh, it was like, that was like the drying thing that I... They've they forever expected that something what from they, you. They expect that thing. In so much poverty. Yeah, so... So, like, I love to give. I have always given. I always give too much. Even I get now, nowadays, I get my pension, little pension. Sometimes I know I have been given the whole pension somewhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's probably not going to stop until you lay your head down. <laughs> so, because I think, okay, this will just totally change the life of these people. Mm. And, uh, oh, I don't even think about it. And I said, okay, I can see when I go back home, I can eat rice and whatever. But I will survive because God has promised to take care of me. Like he said that I, while you have been traveling, I have been taking care of your children. So nothing has happened to them. So that was the most challenging thing. But uh, like, uh, but anyway, it's a, like I said, I have never had a fear, never ever had a fear in my life. So even I was a young, I has always been like, like a good fighter. Okay, <laughs> a sharp, a good fighter. <laughs> <laughs> so, but and then I had this heart that I want to help people. So, for example, being in the drugs, I wanted to give drugs for the people because they couldn't have money to buy it. So I wanted to give the drugs to them. Mm. So you are like your personality is still the same. Yeah. So. But no, nowadays, I really don't give any drugs. I give something else. <laughs> Addiction to Jesus. Yeah. So that's that's the better way that you can have a life. But being there in India, maybe that's the challenging. I still go there. I love the people. During the pandemic, well, I was like, I was so laughing at home, I said, because all the suddenly I was missing India. I said, Lord, this can't be true. <laughs> true. Oh, the most difficult country, but you miss them. <laughs> yeah, and I miss them. And I, then the first thing, uh, like after the pandemic, I was two months now in South Korea, amazing place. But then I went to India, this beginning of this year. 
And uh, while I was talking with Lord, I said, oh, okay, of course I go to India, but then I want to come to South Africa. And when I came to South Africa, and why did I come? I come here like uh, 2000, was it 2013 when Todd Bentley came here? Oh, yes. And um, I was I was in the Lakeland revival. Mm, mm. And uh, before the revival even started, I was like, something is happening in the atmosphere. And, uh, and, and finally, I could find in, nobody told me, but in internet, I could find that, oh my God, this is something happening in Lakeland. And I was just going to Mongolia. I said, Lord, I must go to there. So when I come to Mongolia, I, 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 will, I will go there. But Lord said, no, you go there now. And I had like one week before I go to between Lithuania and Mongolia so that I can go to, uh, to Lakeland. So he took me there. And at that point, so uh, when I went there, two other ladies came with me. So we were there worshiping something so powerful. I, I said, this is the home. This is the place where God is. You can really experience like the heavens was down there. And and so I left there and I came back to Finland. I was flying to flying to Mongolia, but they stopped me in Moscow, in, in Russia. And okay. said that I have to go back. I said, no, 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 Lord. I went to the embassy of Mongolia or, or Russia. And then I filled some kind of papers and I flew immediately back to to Mongolia and then we start our crusade and you can see that the same thing started to happen there. Wow. So God wanted to me to bring this revival among so you can see people crawling up the walls and uh, because of this demonic whatever. Yes, yes. And yes. then you can see people lying Manifesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, lying dead on the floor and me praying that God God raised them from the dead and because they were released. Yes. So I, I went that and of course, and now I was in very dry land there somewhere in India. And I said, Lord, 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 Lord Bentley is somewhere there in Cape Town now. <laughs> so is. I have to go there. And <laughs> oh, then he goodness. made my way. So I was, I was so happy to come here. And uh, so I went to this, uh, this church, Loftal International, which has come my home, by the way. So I love this Your people. home in South Africa. Yeah, and uh, I love I love this this place so much. But I came there, and I was like, I really wanted to draw everything from these uh, meetings and mm. gatherings, and because like I knew because what I have already experienced in Mongolia, so that when I come and feel myself, I can go and. I'm carrying it. something, I can mm. release it. So I do have faith in that one. So equipping myself and then I stayed quite long here, but then I went back to India again and did my ministry. But now I was like... You were nice and loaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, since that, I have been coming here all the time. So oh, And this, I love the people. But I'm so wondering about this, these things, what is like happening here. So much good and so much evil. 
Yes, mm. but that is why you have to be here. Yeah, and yes. I just trust that the Lord will just continuously use you. Christina, I am so pleased and so privileged to have met you. And uh, may the Lord just continuously use you mightily for his yeah. kingdom. Mm. And that your, wherever your footprints are, that evil, as you say, mm. there's never not going to be evil. And the demonic forces will flee. Yes. And that he will just, he, the power will rest on, his power will rest on you. He says so in the word. Yes. That his power mm. will rest on you all the days of your life. That it will provide and protect mm. you and guide you in wisdom and knowledge into every area that Thank you step you. into. Mm. But bless you for your incredible tenacity. And mm. you are 70 years old and still on the move. Yes. It is so incredible to to know and to hear that God can use you forevermore, yes. that He never stops, mm, and it's you. never too late to step into thank what God has called you to God do. Thank you, Christina. We hope to have you back again when you've got some more news for us. But uh, thank you so much, family and friends. I know it's the time uh, running away with us, but we will uh, see you next week, same time, same place. And be good, take care, and stick to the rules, and be safe, and we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.